We don't do these things, these, these time-tested rituals that we do aren't for no reason. They're for a reason. You should know that if they're there and they exist, they're probably some real, there's probably some real science behind the actual function that they have. 100%. Okay, you guys, today we talk with Laird Hamilton, one of the, one of the world's most iconic and legendary big wave surfers, and we're talking about daily rituals. Laird goes through his list of daily rituals, some basic stuff like coffee, shower, hydration. Regularly, he actually does something that was really interesting, solar gazing and fasting. And then spending time around friends and family and gatherings on a regular basis. Now, one thing that he did mention that I didn't expect is Laird likes to do the dishes and pick up the house. And this is actually something that I do on a regular basis. And I and I talk to other high performers as well about this. When I'm in a break in the afternoon, I like doing the dishes or picking up the house because it's a productive thing that you can do when you're not necessarily needing to be productive and you feel good about it. You feel like you get a result afterwards. So I'll do the dishes in the sink or put them in a the dishwasher or throw some laundry in and you feel productive while taking a break from your regular work schedule. This is, of course, when you're working from home. So that was really interesting to hear. One of the first things that Laird Hamilton does is he does the dishes, pick up around the house in the morning. Really cool. But also something that I think is key and essential that we don't have nearly en- enough in our lives that Laird mentioned is gatherings of friends and family. And this is something that uh, we're lacking, especially in the past 40 or 50 years. Family gatherings on a regular basis for dinner and with friends have decreased massively. And the more I think we do this, the more it adds value and quality and fulfillment to our lives. So it's an important ritual on a regular basis. Okay, let's hop into daily rituals with Laird Hamilton. Walk us through well, just a couple questions, Laird, and we'll wrap up. Yeah. Uh, uh, walk us through your your any daily rituals that you have. Well, I'm, I love I love coffee. Like I love I when I love and I and I love um, and I need to. I always shower. I shower before I sleep and when I rise always. So okay. I, I have a minimum of two two showers a day. Like just because okay. it's I got gills, so I got to keep I got to keep those wet. Something about those that water on me i know that showering is a big thing i know that cleaning like putting all the dishes away and keeping the kitchen organized is a big piece of what i do every day i have a like a coffee ritual like i always i drink water in the morning to rehydrate my system i'm always and i i don't always if i'm fasting i don't have a coffee but i'm always i have kind of a you know a ritualistic you know i always go out in the morning first thing i solar gaze whenever i have the opportunity so yeah, I, I love to I, I solar gaze whenever I'm in an environment or the weather's conducive for it. So mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, and that's and that's kind of a way to connect with nature. So I like a great organization. I like to connect with nature. I like to stimulate the system. They're probably if I really look at them and I said, well, each one probably has a little different piece in the in the scheme of things, right? You know, so one's yeah. a body one, one's a environmental one, one's a uh, nature one, one is an environment. I'm pretty kind of ritualistic in that way. You know, those are my, my patterns. Is there, is there science behind solar gazing? There is, there is actually. Yeah. Yeah. If you dig into it, there was an Indian guy that did some studies on it. Um, there's an Indian guy that lived 465 days without eating. All he did is drink water and, but he he solar gazed every day and all he had was a I think it's an enlarged hypothalamus, like the, the uh-huh. hormone gland in the middle of your brain, because the retinas connect directly to it. And so yeah. 
he had an enlarged one from all the all the solar gazing but but they also uh, hook electrodes up onto the head while people solar gaze and they get to see all the stimulation in the brain so wow. you see so because you get the uh, obviously through your eyes you get the uh, I want to say um, uh, infrared when the sun first breaks the horizon the the atmosphere is so thick that you mm -hmm. cut down all all the ultraviolet right so I think right. all the UV gets completely blocked out and it's just certain uh, infrared rays I believe it's one of those I'm not a scientist I just know that there's a light that that you can look at that totally lights your brain up which which at the end of the day it's it's lighting up the hormone regulator in your system I just know that it has a some there's an I'm drawn to it I'm affected by it um, and so I don't I, I just know that you know our relationship with the Sun and the importance of the Sun I mean at the end of the day no Sun no life we are connected to the sun and they say that we're the first civilization in the history of the world that didn't worship the sun. Every other civilization throughout history has always worshiped the sun. Um, so for I good reason though, yeah. for good reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, how long do you do it for solar gaze? Well, I start for 10 seconds a day. Uh, so you do 10 seconds until you get up to past five minutes and then people get up to 15 or I go, I go somewhere between three to five minutes. Once you get to five minutes or so, then you can just do four, you know, four or five minutes every time you do it. And I, I, that's usually about as long as my patience is, but, but five, five, five minutes I'll do it for, you know, and again, but it has to be low horizon, right? If it's, if you have a, like, like I'm behind a mountain, so I'm already getting it when it's fairly, it's already been up a little bit. So uh -huh. I cut the time down, but they say that the, you know, the people that are real, proficient at it do up, will, will do up to like 15 to 20 minutes is what I what I read but you know people go well, how can you look at the sun I go well if you looked at the sun and it was too bright for your eyes you would squint you'd close your eyes because your eyes aren't that stupid like you can't look at the sun at noon it'd burn your <laughs> eye like you don't you can't look at it when it's bad for your eye but and there's a reason why I believe that we have a an attraction to sunrise and sunsets and why are they yeah. beautiful? Why it's are they true, considered yeah. beautiful? We didn't just stare at them for no reason. We didn't just say they were beautiful for no reason. It was out of function. And then mm -hmm. we came, we adopted the, oh, they're pretty. It's nice to look at. Let's enjoy it. It started originally with actually function, that it was we were meant to do that because of the value that it gave us. And, you know, they say the early morning light bef before the sunrise is when you produce the melatonin in your retinas that help you with yeah. your sleep. So it's like, we're just starting to learn about how, first of all, how sophisticated nature is and how sophisticated we are. I mean, we create all this stuff that we think is sophisticated. And meanwhile, we don't even understand the basics of photosynthesis on humans and how the, even the hormones and the electrical system works. It's just, it's, it's, you know, it's the human plight. <laughs> but it's so exciting to learn because now we're yeah. defining, you know, what natives have been doing for thousands of years. For and, sure. And well, understanding too, understanding, yeah. that, understanding that it's not just for no reason and that there was real validity behind. It's like, why does, why is all yoga, all nose breathing? Well, because you're supposed to breathe through your nose. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, why did, I mean, we have all these, you know, why do we put salt and pepper and, and butter on food? Well, because that actually helped to absorb the nutrients. Like it's like, yeah. you know, it's like we don't we don't do these things, these these rituals, these time tested rituals that we do aren't for no reason. They're for a reason. There's a reason why we've been doing this stuff. And then we discover it and then we go, Oh, okay, well that's good to do it. But you should know that if they're there and they exist, unless it's, you know, drink tequila, 
you know, and I mean, these other things that are like, seem like they're good for you and that they're probably some real, there's probably some real, you know, science behind the actual function that they have. hundred percent. Do you, do you have a favorite family or friend ritual that you guys do on a, like a yearly basis? Gabby's pretty good about bringing, we have dinners, you know, we don't have a, cause both her and my family, I don't have a, we don't have a lot of family left. We like to have in the summertime, it seems like we have a lot of gatherings at our yeah. house and we do a lot of, a lot of gatherings, you know, and, and in the summertime we have a, well, I have a training. Well, we, I mean, the house is like a training facility, but we have, we have a group of people that come over six days a week and train with us. So and is that what you're talking about? Like we have some yeah. pretty intense interaction like that. So we're, we're living it back to what mm-hmm. I said. We don't just go, okay, well, you know, here, let me buy you something because I feel guilty because I haven't seen you. We're, we, <laughs> we're not doing that. We're doing like, hey, we're together all the time and we're living. We're trying to live it. That's all. We're trying to live it. It's the best we, the best we know how given, you know, our constraints. Well, like even the neuroscience of, of breaking bread together, you know, mm. is releasing oxytocin and serotonin into our bodies. That makes us feel so good and it makes sense. You know, we used to have all these big dinners uh, in all cultures around the world. For sure. It, it, Gatherings. Really, Gatherings. Gatherings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we have, so I have it in the daytime and then we have it at night too. We, Gabby's rule, amazing about drawing the friends for the, for breaking bread. And then we have, you know, and then we, and then we're, and then we have a, like, like I said, we have a bunch of, we have a core group of about six men and, uh, and a couple ladies that show up to train every, you know, like six days a week. And then maybe we'll do cool. a lunch. Sometimes we do a lunch with a couple of the guys after and stuff like that. We, we live that. Good. We're living the bread breaking. We're, we're breaking that <laughs> bread every day. <laughs> there you go, you guys. We're going to wrap it up with that. The only question I want to leave you with is how are your daily rituals and not just your daily rituals, but your weekly and your monthly rituals that keep you engaged that keep life fulfilling, that keep it exciting, that keep you on task, that keep you productive, that helps you optimize your performance levels. If you like what you're hearing and you want to make sure you don't miss any of these tips, please subscribe, leave us a review, share with your friends. See you on the next episode.